What's going on? Shakita Slater here, aka Harvey Flynn, aka Morticia Adams, aka Sabrina Stone, and welcome to this Halloween edition to the Witching in Wool podcast. It is a full moon out tonight. It's the uh, Taurus full moon, and it's a blue moon. I did not catch it tonight because I was so busy passing out candy. Um, like I said, I was doing a little, uh, uh, a Halloween party for the kids, so I was just, like, making it a safer environment for everyone, and I hope that they got to have a good time, at least, at least for me, I had a good time, and then after that, I had to go out with my, uh, girlfriends to do our little coven, our little coven witchcraft stuff. Uh, to to everyone else, it's Sam Hain, but to us witches, it's kind of Salen. Uh, that's how I pronounce it, and I'm pretty sure most of you pronounce it like that as well. And uh, so, and for those wanting to know what Salen is, it's a little uh, a little holiday. Us, you know, witches do every year. Uh, I'm just getting a message for an apparent no reason uh, from one of my friends. God damn you. I told them not to bother me. I told them not to bother me uh, during this crap time. I'm so sorry. But for those that don't know what Samhain is, it's a Gaelic festival marking the end of the harvest season and beginning of winter or the darker half of the year. It is in the northern hemisphere. Yeah, the north hemisphere. Gosh. It is held on the first of November with celebrations beginning on the evening of the thirty first of October as the Celtic day began and ended at sunset. So we do like feasting, bonfires, um, divinations. It, it's a lot to do. We honor our past loved ones, we we redecorate our altars and our homes. Uh, We just do a lot of stuff regarding it, so... Yeah, basically it, but uh, I redecorated uh, my home, I cleansed it, I redecorated my altar, and I feel like I'm not finished with it yet, but I think I did good, um, with it, uh, thus far, what else, uh, I lit, like, a whole bunch of black candles, I have a lot of, uh, black crystals, and a lot of black candles, but we'll get on to my fascination with that in a minute, but it's not really a fascination with it, so that's kind of how I am. Uh, what else? Uh, I did, and then we read that, and then we have to remake a family recipe. And a family recipe that I did, and I'm not very keen on, is actually a pumpkin pie. My mom did a pumpkin pie, my grandmother did a pumpkin pie, and they were both good. So I just kind of did my own little remaking of the recipe and I kind of added my little twist to it and it turned and everyone liked it. It turned out great. Um, ooh, 
and I got the sniffles, and no, I don't have COVID. I was tested negative a month ago. Alright, so, yes, and I've done my, uh, cards. I've recently done my cards, and they are here with me right now. So, I am currently shuffling these little bad boys, because, apparently, you have to basically shuffle, reshuffle, and do everything else there. Okay. And for the Taurus full moon, I'm so sorry if it was that kind of, sort of, want to get into the mystery thing, I'm so sorry. Because I really wanted to go out tonight, and I got at least um, about 15, 20 minutes under my belt, so we're going to go ahead and do that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. The Taurus is an earth sign ruled by the planet Venus. It is a very grounding energy, reminding us that stillness is always possible. The Taurus blue moon provides a rock for us to rest upon during the transformational waters of Scorpio's season. It is also a time to find peace within ourselves when we can connect to the simple pleasures of life. Taurus reminds us that sometimes all it takes is a glance at the moon or a moment with the sunset to nourish our soul. This full moon is a time to return to our center and feel a gentle pause in the ever-moving universe. It's also a time to feel our breath, our feet on the ground, and the stability of energy. And there we go. Oh, and speaking of uh, election day is coming upon us. Oh my gosh. It's really on its way. About three days, 72 hours. Oh my gosh. Like, how nervous are you guys? Like, but honestly, like, how how do we all feel? Honestly. Because that is, it's crazy. Because it's like one side's all about the power, and then another side is like this and that. And it's, it's crazy. But I do hope that everyone that I know voted and their families voted um, and then their friends voted so I hope and then not only that if we're parents and our kids are unable to vote let's you know we I vote because I want a better future for my son I want him to be able to live in this world where there's no more issues going on politically or any racism and he shouldn't have to experience that even at a young age I, I feel for that with all of my friends kids and everyone else's kids who feel like oh they don't belong here they don't have a place here so that to me that's what I feel like us parents should also be doing as well we should vote and everything but i know i said i didn't want to bring politics into this but i feel like this is important to all all of us and i have to honestly like, i have to remind myself every time um my son is here he's 11 so he has seven more years until he can actually go vote so and i vote to make my voice heard and I want his voice to also be heard. So I'm not just voting for me. I'm voting for him. So 
that when he gets to be in the voting age, he can also go to take his voice, his voice and take it to the polls. And I will be with him every step of the way for now. And I highly recommend that my friends instill that into their kids. And I'm not telling you guys what it is. I put it away. I know that I didn't want to bring politics into any of this. I didn't, but it's basically a dark day coming. And the energy is so strong. And then Mercury Retrograde ends on the 3rd of November. That's not a little coincidence to anybody. Okay, cool. So, Election Day is on the 3rd of November. Retrograde ends on the 3rd of November. We got a powerful-ass full moon. It's very intense. The, the energy is really, really strong. And I have my cards here. To, and I did a reading for myself. And I did a reading for what is to come. So I did a single card for both things. And I already asked my question. So hopefully I get the answer that I want. And we're back on, and I have my little workbook here from Spirit Daughter for the Taurus Moon. And I don't think I have my uh, little Taurus and something. Let's go back and look at my damn chart. Because I have a Taurus and something. But we're going to go ahead and read off the house scopes. And, every, and, and everything here. I don't want to waste time. I don't want to waste any of your time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But yeah, I do I do recommend that you all go out and vote. It's good. It's good for us all to have our voices heard. To be able just, mm, just it's good for all of us, honestly. So it's like and I don't think I have my Taurus in here. I'm just gonna, gonna go ahead and read it off for those, you know. If your Taurus is in your first house, the first house rules our sense of self with Taurus in this placement. It makes you reliable stable person who shows up in every situation with a grounded presence while the full moon transits this house for you feeling to how you can let go of insecurities and thoughts which undermine your self-worth notice which insecurities you were dependent upon and challenge yourself to break free of their grasp no notice how you project peace into the world and let that vibration define your presence. If your Taurus is in your second house, this second house rules our relationships with resources, including our self-worth, physical possessions, and finances. Taurus traditionally governs the second house. This moon will feel especially intense in these areas of life for you. Focus on letting go of your attachments to possessions and financial security this full moon. Trust that you can always cultivate stability in any area of your life. You are your own rock. Allow the 
this inner reliance to bring you out of your comfort zone and into your creative fullness. If your Taurus is in your third house, this third house rules our communication and yeah, and the way we process information with Taurus here. You are grounded in your speech and carry a great ability to listen intently. You can also find stillness and quiet within quelling the mind's fluctuations. <laughs> fluctuations. Ain't that word? Easily once you find your methods. While the full moon transits this house, find more presence and grounding in your communications. Allow space for subtle pauses and deep breaths while you take talking to others and yourself. Let go of any stubborn ways of thinking and expand into the unknown by opening your mind to new ideas. Taurus is in, if Taurus is in your fourth house, the Taurus fourth house rules our home and family with Taurus ruling this house you feel a deep need for security and stability in these areas. You also thrive with routines and love self-care designed to ground your energy and bring you home to yourself. While the full moon transits this house for you, release material possessions that you think define your sense of home and worth. Instead, embrace yourself as the only resource you need. Know that you can always rely on yourself or go of any anxiety which blocks you from being your true home your intuition and my cat singing just came on me she's currently sitting on my lap hey baby yeah baby you can come back in now just got salem today uh my other cats are at my friend's house because they i for some reason feel more comfort over there <laughs> all right what would we if your taurus is in your fifth house the fifth house rules children and play. It is also our creativity and connection to our inner child. With Taurus ruling this house, you are a natural artist with an active imagination. You create not only with your mind, but with your hands. Tune into how your creativity flourishes after moments of stillness this full moon. Let go of any doubt in which yourself or secure insecurity about what you are capable of creating step into the unknown which is free which for you is a new way to express yourself in your inner child if your taurus is in your sixth house the sixth house rules service and how we offer our gifts to the world with taurus ruling this house you tend to work hard but enjoy time to yourself to restore in comfort, you find grounding and peace in serving others and desire to give your talents to the world. As the full moon activates this house for you, feel how you can create more work-life balance in your world. Let go of any need for perfection born out of anxiety. Feel your strength and your feel your self-worth. Know that you are at your best when you dig deep and find the courage to give your work to the world. I think Thomas's fifth house is in Taurus, but I'm gonna go back and check his chart in a minute. But I'm not reading that out right now. If your Taurus is in your seventh house, sorry if I am boring you guys with this, but I feel like most of us need to read our charts and understand our placements in life. 
I read mine, but no. The seventh house rules are relationships. This is if your Taurus is in your seventh house. Just letting you all know. This house also rules our relationships and partnerships. With Taurus ruling this house, you tend to commit deeply to your partners. I wish. Ooh, you may even suddenly hold on to partnerships that are long past their expiration date. Ooh. You find comfort in having someone who understands and knows you. On this full moon, shift any relationships which leave you feeling ungrounded and or uninspired. Cultivate partnerships that bring you peace. Recognize where you may be hanging out on a comfort and uh, hanging on out of comfort. I got that mixed up sorely, but I am so sorry, guys. And dare yourself to step into the unknown. If your Taurus is in your eighth house, the eighth house rules our personal growth and transformation. With Taurus in this house, you feel grounded amid personal transformation. You can easily feel stable in your energy, even when going through significant shifts in your life. You can also recognize when you have become attached to your comfort zones. With the full moon transiting this house, connect to moments of stillness in your cycles of growth. Allow yourself to feel your roots and your foundation, which never wavers. Release the desire to keep improving yourself for a moment feels perfect as is. If your Taurus is in your ninth house, if Taurus is in your ninth house, this rules our travel and quest for knowledge. With Taurus in this house, you bring your routines and structure to everywhere you land. Early in life, you may resist traveling too far from home, but once you realize that you make your home wherever you roam, then the world is yours. With the full moon activating this house, feel into your sense of adventure and take a journey that challenges you to embrace change and move your comfort zones. Let go of anywhere that you need to be in one place to find stability. You can create security within yourself that can never be lost. If Taurus is in your 10th house, the 10th house rules are career and reputation. With Taurus in this house, your career centers around your creativity, especially the use of your hands. On the full moon, step more into your sense of self including your creative nature. Let go of any feelings of doubt or insecurity about taking your creations from hobby status to a full-time job. Give yourself more quiet through connecting with nature. Allow this, allow this connection to support your creativity and feed into it. Know that you can create beauty from the beauty you connect with. And the world is waiting to see your natural talent. Aww, look at that. If Taurus is in your 11th house, this house rules humanity and the collective and the collective energy with Taurus ruling this house. You are loyal and reliable to everyone you meet and show up when needed the most. You can also quickly evaluate what is essential in your life and others. On this full moon, spend time meditating either alone or with your group, preferably in nature. 
in this smooth spend time meditating yeah in this stillness <laughs> allow visions of the future to arise both for your life and for the evolution of the world let go of any insecurity and speak your truth from a strong foundation and last but not least if Taurus is in your 12th house this house rules our spirituality and karma with Taurus ruling this house you find security and stability through spiritual practices such as meditation and yoga creating schedules around these practices benefit your growth and feeling of security with the full moon activating this house, anxious feelings around security, especially financially, may arise. Let go of any fear or worry, knowing that you can always trust the flow of your life and yourself. Trust that process and trust that you uh, and trust that you are your own rock amongst any storm. And look at that. <clears throat> And so, mostly, if Taurus is in any of your houses, I do recommend. Uh, also, how to check your, like, how to know your birth chart. I always go to astrocy.com, and that's how I read my charts, um, and that's how I know where all my placements are. Uh, some of you may do something, uh, you may have went somewhere different. So, so the butts. Oh, what else here? Oh, man, I have a Taurus card reading here. Alright, so a card reading for today because I'm past the 20 minute mark and I thought I was going to be on for a minute and my phone's on called repeatedly, damn it. So they're going to cuss me out when I get finished. So we're going to go ahead and do a card reading. We're going to get to the 30 minute mark because I, I like pissing them off so bad. We're going to get to the card readings. And the card that I pulled was Strength. And that is from me. Strength. Mastery of emotion. Oh my god, my Scorpio in my ninth house is screaming at me right this right now. Oh my gosh. It's common to think of this card as the roaring, devouring side of the lion. But look again. The strength this card suggests is a much deeper force that's found within. The lion represents our most patient, composed self. He's a master of focus, compassion, and self-control. When this card comes up, you're in need of harnessing this power for yourself. All the courage you need can be found in the muscle known as the heart. Like I said, my Scorpio in my ninth house is screaming at me because I'm such an emotional bitch. But that's okay. We're all emotional bitches. And what is to go on in the world today? With the election coming up? Let's do a read for that. Shuffle these bad boys.
the election coming up, let's go ahead and do a poll. Want to depict my day two card. I mean, how this might affect everybody. And I pulled a justice card. Oh, cray cray. What's up? Decisions, karma. Oh my gosh. With tails entwined, two cats look death directly at you, waiting for you to choose between them, which is right and which is wrong. The justice card implies a weight or heaviness surrounding a choice you have to make. Now is not the time to shun the concept of divine balance or karma. All of your choices affect your life and sometimes the lives of, lives of those around you, both now and in the future. And with the election coming up, a decision has to be made and it can affect not only me, Thomas, my family, my pets my friends, their families, and their kids. It could affect everybody in this world, mostly in this state. So with the election coming up, a decision has to be made and it's gonna affect everybody. So I'm hoping hoping you all went out and voted I really do I voted early in person and I did vote in mail so I voted like maybe twice so I just felt like okay I went in person and voted <sighs> alright I voted early so I went in person and voted yeah the lines were long but I got my vote in and then when I got home, my, uh, this was about a couple weeks, like, last week of September, coming into October, it was the, when my absentee ballot came in the mail, so that came in the mail, and I went ahead and voted, and returned that in the mail, so, um, I got that out the way, um, and that was just ba basically it, so I, I got my votes in, I got it out the way, and there was nothing more I could do but encourage a lot of people to go out and vote, and I hope all of you did that, I hope my friends did it, I hope their families did it, this, this, this counts, you guys, this really, really counts. And just so looking at this card, and it's gonna just entwine some heaviness surrounding that choice that we all have at this point. So, so Tuesday is gonna be an insane day. It's gonna be a mess of a day. So, you know. I feel like the universe is thrown off balance, but hopefully it'll restore some clarity for 
stones. But that is the card readings for tonight. Because I'm already in my Morticia dress and I'm ready to go. So I am going to post the pictures really, really soon. Got to get this wig fixed and all that good stuff. And thank you to those that liked my Darby Allen face paint, especially the man, Darby Allen himself. Um, he, you know what? Say what y'all want about the guy. He's a really cool dude. He cares about his fans. And it, it's really good that, you know, he retweets and shares on his Instagram stories on those who do his face, like his uh, half mask, half, uh, the face paint. And some of them are really damn good. Fuck. And then there was mine, and I think I did okay. I think I did okay with mine, and it was really cool to get that recognition from one of my favorite wrestlers. So that was amazing. And I've seen some amazing costumes, from Harley Quinn to Morticia Adams to Gomez to uh, Freddie, Jason, and then Chucky and Tiffany, and then Michael Myers. And then the woman from Scream, and then Ned Dolan, uh, Maleficent, and it was just really, really cool getting to see all of these awesome costumes. Some of them are just freaking fantastic. And then the face paints were amazing. Oh my gosh, it was so beautiful. And I was just like, you know what? And this is something that makes my heart warm and totally full that a lot of people went out and just kicked ass in their costumes and it was so beautiful and so as i roll out my post halloween shenanigans even though it won't be post halloween shenanigans until tomorrow till tomorrow morning because you know i'm having a massive hangover but i drink wine so it's technically not a hangover but i am gonna go out and enjoy salon with my friends I'm going to go enjoy a nice feast with them and do our rituals. I enjoy our other covens of witches and just do, you know, stuff. And we're all not bad. We're not all bad. And, uh, oh, yeah, and we're, we're not bad witches. There are some witches out there that actually hones their craft really well. And then there's me, who's still practicing and just learning from so many it's a beautiful thing. So, and I said this before in my uh, previous episodes that me learning from other witches is actually helpful. They they teach you so much with like you know what certain books to read and what certain thing you can do and what you cannot do, and it's really cool to know that some of them are so well experienced in their craft. It's fucking amazing. So, and it's really cool learning from them. And I think I'm getting a little better with my craft. So it's really awesome to do. And what else? So, I mean, you guys go out, stay safe, have fun, uh, please social distance, do not go to any parties, please. Okay, I have my mask on, my friends got their mask on, so we're still social distancing because it's just going to be like 10 people. 
for this little gathering and there was social distancing so it's a really cool thing that we abide by that rule because we're not seeing 2021 and for those that actually went out to concerts and big ass parties knowing we're in a whole ass pandemic I despise you and no I'm not being a hypocrite at this point because one it's a gathering of me and my friends 10 people that was the limit 10 people social distancing mask hand sanitizer everything and um so we're abiding by those rules. I made it abundantly clear in the message in the group chats with my friends that it's got to be 10 people, no plus ones. It's just us. It's just us. And make sure you have your mask, your hand sanitizer, every, and your gloves. So that's just how it was. So we got to, we're gonna, we're doing that. So I made that abundantly clear in the group chat. And I hope one of them got it really hope one of them got it what else so yeah i'm gonna end this halloween edition episode of the witchy me podcast so i love you guys and i hope you all stay safe have fun stay witchy stay weird be safe out there again make sure you wear your mask and please no mischief i can't stand it anymore for mischief inc because one of my neighbors got TP'd and I could not stand it. So I had to help get all that stuff down. So uh, love you guys and have fun.